0: Hey guys, we are back with a episode of the spinoff show. Why am I talking so slow? I don't know. Uh, But we're back. Spinoff show has been on a little bit of a break, but... Brought back the show for a very, very awesome, cool guest, uh, recommended to me by a friend of mine, Cheryl DeGuzman, who's also been on the spinoff show. This show features Rebecca Montainer, who is the owner of a successful marketing agency called 7Digital, and she's also a digital business coach helping all businesses go digital. We had a great conversation about growing your business, especially in a time like this when people are at home and they're not sure of what to do because of the pandemic. We felt like this was kind of a, a really good opportunity for people to jump in, try to invest in themselves, invest in maybe that business idea or that business they currently have, get it going, get it improved, get it ready so that hopefully when this pandemic passes, that business is ready to go, ready and willing, all cylinders firing right away, all that jazz, Any anything that you can think of, any sort of analogy that's what we're trying to talk about, and she's a really interesting person. First time I've ever really talked to her, but we were able to have some really good conversation about her background, why she's been successful. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the return of the spinoff show with this special guest, Rebecca Montana. This is the Jock spin-off show. Rebecca, what's up? How's it going down? You're in Atlanta, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I am. And
0: how's uh, How's Atlanta right now? How's quarantine life in Atlanta?
1: Well, uh, it's interesting for me because for me, it hasn't changed much. Um, since I work from home and my husband works in a hospital, Like our routine hasn't really changed practically at all, except for obviously the weekends. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so now... Definitely, like, it is a little bit kind of bothering me (laughs) uh, a little bit more just because I used to have a little bit of that balance on the weekends Mm -hmm. of just seeing other humans, (laughs) um, that little thing. Uh, but, But, yeah, it's getting to me now.
0: I mean, two questions right off the bat. Number one. Your husband's in the medical field. Is he? Is he dealing with any corona stuff? Is in direct oh, contact or
1: no? Definitely. Uh, so he's an anesthetist. Um, so
0: I'm he, too stupid. What is that?
1: Exactly. I was going to explain because actually that's not something that's very common. So, um, so basically, he's the assistant of the anest- anesthesiologist.
0: Oh, gotcha. Right? Okay.
1: So on one end, he was lucky at the beginning, uh, quote unquote. Uh, because what most hospitals have done is they actually have postponed any um, any operation that obviously wasn't an emergency. Because mm-hmm. obviously they don't want the other patients to, to get infected, you know. Right. So he was kind of mm, not really working that much. Uh, but now it's starting to hit where it's basically all hands aren't on deck. It's kind of right. like... Um, it's starting to get real in the sense of like, uh, they have daily phone calls because nobody really knows what tomorrow will bring. And you can sort of hear everybody like, okay, so what do we do if this happens? What do we do if that happens? And, uh, right now he's doing airways, which, uh, I have no clue what it is, honestly, also um,
0: respiratory stuff, probably.
1: Obviously, but like yeah. exactly like what did I don't know, but um so that's kind of like what they're uh, having them do so that they can help alleviate a little bit, um mm-hmm. the nurses and everybody else they they are having them sometimes like just uh doing phone calls like you know like they don't really know like they're trying to just sort of like balance it out a little more,
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so it's really. Yeah, like he he's just every day is different. Like today mm. he he walked in he's he actually um got out earlier. Um uh, but yesterday he was there until 11, you know? Um yeah. So we never know.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. The the second thing is in Atlanta, is it I know so I'm in, in Illinois and I think we just got over 15,000 cases. How's it down in in Atlanta? Is it is it uh is it pretty rough or what are you hearing?
1: Well, um, to be honest, I have shut myself off of any news because, uh, like I hear it kind of firsthand from, from, uh, my husband, like the reality of it. And I feel like, I don't know how you feel, but like whenever I turn on, uh, the TV and I just get a little bit of the news, um, I just kind of feel like it's not really helpful. Um, Mm. Uh, it just makes me worry way more and I can't really do much about it except for kind of like what I'm doing now is the only thing I can think I could do. Um, so I have purposely like, I mean, I know this is going to pass. Um, so, and I, and I tend to worry, like, I'm, I just have that personality where it's kind of like, I hear something and it's kind of like, Oh my God, you know, the apocalypse sort of like, my brain. My brain goes to the extreme of like, oh my God, what if this happens? You know, what that so, so I decided to just kind of like.
0: It's probably best then that you don't watch the news or turn it on because uh, uh, that, uh, that kind of mindset, the news is just inundated with this stuff. So, I mean, I, I try to, I don't want to look at it every day, all day, but yeah. I, I like to at least look at it enough to know kind of what's going on, what's the status. But yeah. I could definitely see if. if your, your mind is tends to, to go to the worst case scenario, then yeah, this is probably, probably yeah. better off to keep busy with some other things until My biggest thing some is my
1: husband is in it, you know? Yeah, that too. So <laughs> it's not like, oh, okay, that's good to know. Like, I just kind of, okay. And, and also my husband is sort of like the yin and the yang. Like he kind of, and I think it works out very well for me, but he downplays a lot of it so what happens is I hear something, I ask him and he's kind of like, "Oh, but I'm fine." You know, like it's okay. Yeah. You know? Um so I, I yeah, and so I I worry about him. It's not mm-hmm. something like kind of like I worry about the situation. It's kind of like more it gets it, it hits a little closer to home and I mm-hmm. again, I can't do much uh on that. So I just feel like, well, let me just ignorance is bliss on this situation
0: absolutely well here's another question though that popped up before we kind of get into how you're getting on that so first off by the way you're like my first guest in a long time on the spinoff show so um, you must be really awesome or
1: or 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 we'll
0: find out right (laughs) yeah let's see (laughs) (laughs) um but before we get into like how you how we got connected the uh, the other question that just came to mind is I noticed you have like kind of like a a Latin accent mm-hmm. Latin, Latin American mm-hmm. are you uh, did you grow up in America did you come or did you immigrate over here where are you from
1: No so I'm from Venezuela Okay I'm very proud mm-hmm. of it actually um, it's part of the reason why I started my business but um, yeah I was born there and when I was ten I moved to South Florida to uh a city called weston which um most people know it as weston suela because it's like where all the venezuelans (laughs) are um so so i basically i feel like i moved to the usa like officially when i started college you know okay because like (laughs) yes i was in in the u.s but like Everybody, you know, South Florida. You know, like
0: right, right, right.
1: Everybody spoke Spanish. I didn't miss any food or any music <laughs> or anything. Like it was all very kind of like Venezuela. You know, just clean <laughs> and safe. <laughs> I mean, sense.
0: I've I've been to Miami twice so of South Florida, and yeah. to me, when you go down, when I've when I've been to Miami, um, including the Super Bowl. Cheap plug. I was at the Super Bowl this past year, nice. but um. Yeah, but what I was saying is, when I go, whenever I've been to Miami, I'm like, this is not even, this is just another world within America. Like the amount of people from Latin America here is just insane, or the Caribbean, or even like parts of Europe. I'm just like, no one is speaking English, and this is kind of awesome. But it's just, there's nothing like Miami or South Florida
1: no. uh, in
0: comparison to the rest of the United it's, States.
1: It's funny because so um, I had a, an American uh, boyfriend. And I took him down to Weston. And again, Weston isn't Miami. Weston is like 30 minutes north of Miami. So there's yep. a little bit, like I thought, it, like at least in Publix, you would have to speak English, you know, like I thought, you know. Right. Um, so I sent him to buy some like cheese and ham. And he came back and he's like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, we were in college. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not that hard. It's just one pound and it's this type of cheese and whatever. And the poor guy, he's just like, nobody speaks English, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow, I'm sorry. So I went with him and I translated, but it was so bizarre. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like, I mean, for me, it's, it's little things that you just don't notice until I guess there's no other option but to speak English, you know? Like, right. for me, like, if I see that it was some, someone Hispanic, I would speak Spanish. If I saw that it was someone in English, I would speak English. Uh, and I just assume, because this is in some sort of, like, bodega or some sort of, like, corner little, you know, this is Publix. This isn't, you know? Um, right. So, yeah, things like that happen down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, literally, I, I remember just walking around and just hearing so much Spanish. And just seeing, like, the amount of sun-kissed people, I was like, this is this is amazing. This is another world. Uh, yeah. This is unbelievable. But hey, um,
1: so did you enjoy the show, the halftime show?
0: It's a fantastic show. Oh my god! Uh, I really Shakira and J Lo. Oh my gosh, yeah. so good.
1: They made me proud. Let me tell yeah. you. Um, <laughs>
0: where's the, Where's Shakira from?
1: Well, she's Colombian. Um, Colombian. Okay. And, yeah.
0: Right yeah. next to. Right next to Villa. Yeah, my
1: husband is from Colombia. Um, but whatever. They're both Hispanic. So when I moved here, actually, so that's um, that's uh, a little bit. Of um so when I moved here, it was sort of before J Lo when everybody was sort of like, I don't know, like, do these jeans make my butt look big sort of situation? And I never understood that because coming from his the Hispanic culture, having like curves is a plus, Uh you know? Okay. So I just I was like, why do people wanna like I don't get it and then and then J Lo happened, you know? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, you know, back to kind of normal. <laughs> but I, I I saw that shift of, like, wanting to be skinny everybody, you know, like everybody. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no, now it's cool to have curves again, you know? And it was well, cool. all J-Lo.
0: <laughs> I, rem- I mean, I remember I'm 32 years old. I remember... At a time when people wanted to be skinny, and like girls were having a lot of like eating disorders and body body disorders due to being just wanting to be skinny, and I remember like the days when like people were you know didn 't think big butts for a, a thing yeah. um, and now like Literally, every, every girl wants to have, like, a big butt and, like, be curvy. Like, it's just... It's changed so much. It is. For the better, in my opinion. But, you know. I,
1: I think so. I'm I mean, selfish. It, <laughs> yeah. But for me, it works. Because, like, I have just the Hispanic body. Sure. So... And the main thing for me is that before, it used to be so hard to just find clothes here. Right. You know? Right. That would fit. Um, mm-hmm. But now... Yeah. Now it's, it's a little bit more... more it's normal. a little easier. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well... I want to get into how we got connected. So
1: yeah.
0: um, Cheryl DeGuzman, who's been on, I think she was on my like second or third episode of the spinoff show. And I've known her for, geez, over 10 years now. Um, she's a CrossFit um, nutrition, personal fitness coach. And um, she's amazing. we were tech. Go ahead.
1: She's amazing. Uh, I was just, so we have a mastermind, a virtual mastermind. Um, uh-huh. uh it's three of us that we met in in Vegas. We were there for a business conference, and um and yeah, I mean she's just super driven and just super awesome.
0: Yeah, she's uh she's all right. She's whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, she had was texting me and was like, "Hey, are you still doing your spinoff show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do it if if you have a good if I have you know a good guest in mind or whatever." And she's like, "Here." check out Rebecca. She's awesome, whatever. So I started texting you and, um, you know, we, we started having a little bit of a conversation and you're, uh, the owner of a successful marketing agency, um, kind of get into just what you do as for a living and what you're, what's, what's keeping you busy during this, uh, this COVID-19.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, so I started, uh, a social media, um, marketing agency, that obviously does like all the other digital marketing stuff, like websites and everything else, but our focus is social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when all of this happened, since from the beginning, my team has been virtual. I just felt like I saw on on my social media, like a lot of people just a little bit panicking, like, what do we do now that we are not all in the office? Now that some of them sadly like were laid off. Uh, like, there was a lot of panic, you know mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I have been kind of like, I guess, uh, lucky enough that my parents raised me with like the Tony Robbins and all this sort of stuff. So I always try to put some sort of positive uh, spin on everything or try my pa- to- uh, just
0: for what it's worth. I did, as a kid, or even as a teenager, I didn't know who the hell Tony Robbins is. So you have some pretty good parents there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I walked through fire and everything. Like, in one of their, like, his um, kind of signature uh, release the power within uh, events.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I was, like, what, 13 or something?
0: Wait, wait. You know? Are you, are you saying literally or, like, actually? Like-
1: literally. So I have walked through glass <laughs> and walked through fire. What?
0: Walk- Wait. What? What was the first thing you
1: said? I walked through glass. Oh my god. Yes. Are you crazy? No. I and 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 <laughs> it's just well that's what I mean. Like I that's kind of <laughs> been sort of my normal, I guess, growing up on um, with all these like so just kind of like self uh, improvement things and whatever. Um. So yeah. It, it, it maybe in college is when I realized that I guess that is not abnormal.
0: <laughs> no, walking um, through fire and uh, and well, glass, especially. Oh my god, yeah. that's not normal. No,
1: but it teaches you. So both of those, um, the main lesson there is uh-huh. that you need to really to be successful at anything you do, you need to know where you're going first of all, right? And you need to just keep your eye on the end. Of the of whatever, like whatever you want to go to, right? You never look down. You never uh, sort of walk slowly or even run, you know, because that's how mm-hmm. you get cut or burned, you know. And that's such a good metaphor for for especially for business in my end that has helped me so much. Because first of all, you do need to know where you're going, because otherwise you might end up cut. Because like if you if you step away from the from the um, path, there's obviously like diff- – well, this is a physics thing. But like there's different levels and then you get cut, you know? So you have to go through the same uh, – kind of like the middle. That's how you're safest.
0: In the, in the glass. Uh, hmm Did and you cut I, your feet?
1: I did a little bit. And that's okay. something else that I think is a good metaphor uh, on both. I did get burned a little bit and I and I did get cut a little bit. Um. Some people got cut really bad, and where are they doing this? But <laughs> so, so okay. This is kind of a little bit random. So the glass one was done. I I did a realtors um course. Okay. And the guy was a, a mentor or mentee of Tony Robbins, and so that's uh-huh. why he did the glass one. Uh, I have no... Do concern. you
0: sign a waiver before you walk on the glass? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. But it,
1: that's part of it. So he kind of like, he's like freaked me out. I mean, again, I'm like at that point. So for that one, I was 18 for the realtor one. Okay. Um, but he goes on and on about how kind of like damaging your foot is the worst sort of um, um injury that you could have because obviously... You won't be able to move. You know, right. you need your foot to to like walk anywhere, do anything. You know, right?
0: There's no there's no healing if you if you continue to just yeah, walk on your foot. Yeah, right. basically
1: bedridden, uh, and it could get infected. Like he just kind of went on and on about like all the possible like bad things that could happen, right? Right. And then right. at the end, he was just okay. So who wants to do it? <laughs> you know, and and the main thing there also is that anything worth kind of going after the majority of of the people sadly will try to feed fear on you you know because they're afraid themselves you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's sort of like that uh like it shows you like okay you need to do it despite all of that and sadly they're truths they're not made up things you know they are things that could happen you know but if you're afraid that's when you get cut you need to just kind of keep a steady pace and and go for it and trust yourself and trust that you're gonna be fine and and know that is yeah that that even if you cut yourself a little bit it's gonna be okay you're gonna make it you're gonna survive you know mm-hmm. um so so yeah that that definitely was um, two interesting experiences. <laughs> um, but that's
0: yeah. a, that's an interesting way to teach a lesson.
1: Yeah. Again, my parents were kind of like that. Um, so they just like doing that. And they always would just invite me. I they, like,
0: oh, they like walking through fire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, just like normal people. Um, so So they would just invite me. And I was always very curious, you know, like I would always sort of be like, <laughs> actually, this is another one. Like this might not be. So when I was little, There was this guy that was actually, well, a group of guys that were building a a pool uh, back Mm -hmm. in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And I guess, Because my parents would allow me to ask whatever many questions and they would actually answer, you know, I also thought that that was normal with grownups. So I just kept asking them, like, why are you mixing this? Why are you doing that? And why are you putting that together? Why are you waiting? Like, like, oh, my God. So then these guys just literally, like, picked me up, you know, and just kind of brought me to my parents. And they were like, do not let her (laughs) out, you know. They were just so tired of, like, Um, me asking everything, but,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah, like, I just kind of wanted to know how everything worked and how everything. So whatever they did, mm, I kind of tagged along, you know?
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the, the walking through the glass, the fire, um, it all relates back to kind of your mindset in terms of, of business and online marketing and digital marketing. Is that, that's correct?
1: yeah yeah. Um, so mainly now with the with this current situation, um, I feel like with everybody panicking and everybody kind of, I mean, they' I get it, like their worlds are kind of like sort of um, completely changed, you know right. Um, so the best thing to do is to know this is temporary. Uh, we obviously don't know how, how long this will be, but I think that our reaction, you know, to it and how proactive we are will either shorten it, you know, at least the economic crisis part, um, or, or sadly, like, again, if we're, we put too much energy in the, oh my God, what am I going to do instead of just doing, you know, something, being productive, like shifting, pivoting, reinventing, uh, starting your business, doing whatever is the next thing, um, that could actually, if you don't do that, that could actually make the crisis longer than it should be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I have pivoted with with my agency uh, to basically focus on coaching and, and giving people kind of like roadmaps of, okay, so this is where you are. These are your talents. This is where like your dream job would be or dream dream, um, kind of destination, you know, Uh, and basically just kind of put one foot in front of the other and hopefully you won't cut yourself. Hopefully you won't burn, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, but just keep your eye on the ball and just sort of like keep at it and, and have a, a, a game plan, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and what kind of people are you, are you helping? Like, are you helping people with their, their biz- online business and what kind of businesses?
1: Yes. So either people that already have a business and uh, sadly their business, for example, one of my clients, Uh, She is a graphic designer. So you would think, okay, so that's very digital and that's fine. But her clientele uh, or her her niche was um, like the wine and spirits. So obviously Mm -hmm. people are not partying or not going out as much. So her clientele and her work has kind of basically stopped, at least for now. So... I'm helping her reinvent herself so that she can actually, uh, one, she's going to be, uh, like sort of teaching how to do different things, you know, digitally. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: and the other one is she's actually going to branch out her, her current brand to do things that are not as, um, like physically related, you know, um, Mm -hmm. So that and the main thing is that even after this whole thing happens, then basically her business is going to be way stronger, you know, um, right. way more diversified and everything. So I, I do the actual already set businesses or I actually I'm helping this other this other person that um, that they they want to make a difference and they were actually laid off on. Um, uh, recently. And he, he has always wanted to to sort of be a motivational speaker in a way. Mm-hmm. But he was going to start um, by writing a book, you know, and I was like, whoa, 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 you know, <laughs> um, that comes way later, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, who's,
0: who's buying a book of someone that no one knows?
1: Yeah. So, so that's another thing that I that I helped do. I basically, okay, so first of all, let's figure out, Um, first of all, why you want to do it, you know, because that's something else that is crucial for a lot of the entrepreneurs that sadly they, they skip that part and then they end up, let's say very successful in something that they hate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I start there, you know, and then we figure out the niche. Um, like in his case, he, uh, he actually would like to help, um, the, the like, uh, gay community, you know, to mm-hmm. sort of accept themselves and be, uh, also like to, to make amends with maybe family members. Mm. Um, and I thought that was beautiful. And so I'm helping him come up with some sort of actual program, you know, that he could actually, um, do and then do so the social media and then do the book, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: right, um, right, right, right.
1: But, but at least with, with that, uh, they will be hopefully su- more successful sooner, you know, and they'll be able to, um, to survive this wave. And then again, after it, they'll be way set for success, you know, um, right. instead of just sort of wasting this time.
0: Doing nothing and, mm-hmm. and just riding the wave. And then, yeah, that's the, that's the thing is there's a lot of, you know, Small businesses people you know there 's the big corporations that'll probably be fine like yeah. and come out of this and be okay but there 's a lot of those mid level small business independent businesses that you know don 't really know what they should be doing you know this is unprecedented, so it doesn't it 's not like anyone 's got the book on how to how to how to grow your business during a pandemic, but um, I think a lot of people are kind of just sitting around trying to figure it out. And this is a good time to kind of like get your ducks in a row because you probably do have a ton of time so that when this kind of all bounces back, you know, hopefully soon, you're ready to go and your business is ready on, and firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah. And, and the biggest thing there is that when you're in it, it is super hard to maybe see, um, like it's kind of like asking the fish, how does water look, you know? Um, so a lot of it also is, is kind of like coming from the outside, I am able to, to see either skills or talents that this is, this happens a lot, you know, with men and women, but sadly with women a little more where they just never realize, Oh really? Like this is a skill or this is a, like, you know, they just have been doing it so much that they just think however like you know like this isn't that that special what kind of skills well uh again so with my the graphic designer you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um she was a little bit kind (laughs) of she was a little bit kind of like oh i would like to uh do some speeches but for example like i i need the proper education for it and training for it and all sorts of stuff and i'm and, uh, oh, and she she's Hispanic, so she has a, a very thick accent, you know, mm. and I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, like I can understand you fine, you know, in English. I, we always like we would also speak Spanish, but like I could understand you fine. And actually, there's a lot of people, actually, the, the majority, you know, of speakers that don't have a diploma, you know, on that. Like, it's just right. a matter of just going and practicing and doing it. Um, and for me, like, actually this was super hard for me at the beginning. Cause I was a little bit camera shy in a way. Um, mm-hmm. cause like, I'm fine with, with real people, you know, but, but if you.
0: Those fake people
1: though. It seriously, like, no, <laughs> but here, yeah. so whenever I would do a video, like, which is just me and the phone, I yeah. just would think that that was like, I just felt so ridiculous, you know, cause I'm talking to a thing, you know, it is I,
0: different. It is different. I've been on camera, um, more than a few times. And it is, you, you would think it'd be easier cause you're not talking to a real person, yeah. but for whatever reason, that camera being on you makes you for for whatever reason, more shy, yeah. more just like unnatural. You don't look, you don't feel like yourself in front of a camera. I, I've felt that before.
1: No. And, and, And so I had to work on it, you know, and and what I told her is just kind of do the Instagram stories where, and know that at least the first hundred, you know, if, if you don't suck, you're not doing it right. You know, like it's it's fine. Um, so, and, and those will go away, you know, nobody will see them ever again unless you want to save them for whatever reason. Um, so that's basically what we're working, um, with her on. But like, yeah, it's just sort of, there's a lot of limiting beliefs out there that is like, oh, if only I could, you know, or if only mm. I had, or if only uh, that sometimes when you have someone from the outside that tells you, no, 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 you're good enough. You know, it's fine. Right. Start. Um That's kind of what, it's kind of like personal training. We were talking about this with Cheryl yesterday. Um, so most people... Obviously know how to lose weight, you know. Like it's, it's right. not they
0: know that they know the basics. You gotta x burn more calories than you take in, and you know.
1: Yeah, that, that,
0: that's the basic thing.
1: Yeah, and I have like for example, <laughs> I have dumbbells right here, and I have like just the basic stuff that I could do to to exercise and whatever. But the the biggest thing is that when you have a personal trainer, they actually ask you so what is your goal? So they actually map out you know the the right type of um of workout you know they give you the right type of you know like kind of healthy food because sometimes you might be eating healthy food like salad 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 and actually it's the worst thing for you is that you know absolutely yeah um that's
0: the that's the first big step is setting a goal
1: yeah yeah but
0: But then but then once you set that goal you know without some help, unless you're just incredibly self-motivated and detail-oriented and have you know amazing qualities. A lot of people have a goal, mm-hmm. but then you don't know how to get to that, that yeah. end point. So you're just kind of meandering around.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's a little sad, but it's human nature. And I Absolutely. include myself. When you have someone else waiting for your result, you know, for your like, okay, so uh what is your niche what is your whatever and i kind of follow up because i do follow up with them um Mm -hmm. on the regular um then you actually do it like you know like if you know you have a personal trainer waiting for you that's gonna be like hey where are you if you don't show up to the gym you're gonna go you know
0: it's weird like um I don't know if it's just human nature, but it's so much easier to let yourself down than it is yes. someone else. Like, yeah. like if, if it's just you, I guess maybe in, intuitively you're just like, well, only I'm going to know about it. So yeah. no, if I'm only, I know that I let myself down, then no one will know. Cause I just won't tell anybody. But exactly. if it's someone else that is kind of watching you and kind of holding you accountable, it, it, it definitely feels much worse until you can get to a point, um, with yourself where it feels just as bad letting yourself down
1: yeah uh yeah, and that's just the reality of it, um, and even just to guide you because like like you know, like uh being a business owner, like you mentioned before, it doesn't come with a manual, it doesn't come with uh with anything, and this is something else that i that I have encountered with with my clients, sometimes they get too into the planning, you know. Mm. And and so they just kinda like, oh first I need to take this class and this other class and whatever and this and that and and the business plan and what but they never take action, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen that happen. So so that's another thing that that I kinda help steer away from, you know?
0: Uh, Sometimes yeah, I mean there there's a lot of even just like I can relate this kinda to working out or even this podcast. Mm -hmm. like sometimes you can almost prepare too much that you're just stuck perpetually preparing and it's sometimes just better at times not always at times though to just dive in head first because at least you're like you're going forward and you're doing something
1: yeah for example because i i did listen to a couple of your shows oh nice yeah so for example imagine if you wouldn't have started this until you figure out the because I know at the beginning you were like, oh, it's a spin off show, but maybe I'll come up with a different name and whatever, you know? Imagine yep. if you waited until you actually had a proper title to start it. Yeah. You know? Right. Like right. no. And 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 the thing is that while you do it, it makes you kinda sort of realize, Hey, it's either fine to keep it or it gives you an idea of like, Oh, this is what we should call it. But it's the, it's the doing it. That's really the magic, you know? Um,
0: it it is, it's all about like, I call it. So even relating back to the, the girl, the client you were talking about that had, um, you know, issues, public speaking and saying she needed to get a diploma for me. I I always say it's like, it's all about just getting in the reps. So getting in repetition over and over and over like Mm -hmm. that's, the easiest, like rather than being in a classroom or getting advice from other people, yeah, that helps. But you're going to learn the most just going in, doing it, failing and figuring it out as yes. you're going along as
1: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the main thing now is that since uh, my business was always digital, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. and I just have that, that sort of brain where I see I kind of see it as puzzle pieces, you know, Mm. and for me, it's one of those things that I guess like, it's just been kind of like innate with my with with who I am. I just sort of it's easy for me to kind of put the puzzle together, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and I have done that through like, uh, all of my businesses, uh, because this is like my uh, third one, I would say, well, second business and the first one was a non-profit, so I don't know what to call it. Um,
0: a non-profit. Sure, but,
1: <laughs> but, but you still have to kind of um, build the same you, skills. You know? Right.
0: You, there's still business building within a non Yeah.
1: Um, and I was like 15 when I started that. So that was like in, in was, high school and whatever.
0: Oh, this so. was before you walk through the class. Okay. This I just was, want to make sure we got a time.
1: Hold on. No, this was after the, the fire because that was 13. After, yeah. And then the glass was 18.
0: 18. Yeah. So uh, I was correct. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I listen. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So, so since it's all digital from the beginning that the, the business that I have now, I can very easily see whatever business someone has, uh, that used to be very physical. I can help them. Okay. So, uh, let's work on either your branding or your website or your sales funnel or or your pro- program or your whatever it is that you need, you know, so that mm-hmm. you can start making money hopefully like as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What what got you into this? Why why do this?
1: Well, okay, so now we're getting personal. Um,
0: I mean, you know. We got to – I don't want do this to just be a surface-level podcast. I want to know all the deepest, darkest secrets. I mean we got to the, the glass and the, <laughs> the fire, so I'm wondering what else will come out of this. So, so this is a very general question. We'll see what you say, what you answer with.
1: So here's the deal. Uh, so I'm a firstborn. So my mom, she, uh, she studied to be a biologist and a, and a uh, medical – like a doctor like a pre-med sort of thing, but it was supposed to be for for, uh, being a doctor. And she got married, she had me, and she basically had to give up her career to be a mom, or she, I guess, made that choice, but in her mind, and it's the truth, sadly, like for what she was trying to do, she had to make that choice. Um, And so I started this mainly because I want, first of all, for that not to happen to me, You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and second of all, to help that not to happen to anybody else, you know, including men, because like that—that's also like I think it's very important to feel like you're a very, very good family person. Let it be husband, uh, dad, or mom, or whatever, and also be top of your game in whatever career you do, without Mm. feeling like you're giving up. On one or the other, you know,
0: mm. um,
1: and so and so that's why I started seven. It's still like I run it from my house. I'm always gonna run it from my house. I don't have kids right now, you know. I'm not even pregnant. Nothing, but um, but the business model that I wanted to create and now I want to teach is <laughs> is a is a model that like I mean, we went to our honeymoon and I was still technically. You know, m- sort of like making money and, and working in a way, but from a bungalow, you know, like <laughs> and and nothing stopped me, you know, like it right, wasn't right. anything that I had to choose. Do I take the vacation or do I, you know, um, so that's really my mission. I, I don't want, uh, again, my mom has never blamed me, but just because I'm the firstborn, like I just always kind of felt a little bit like, oh, you know, like I just. <laughs> hmm. um, so I just don't want that to happen to anybody else.
0: And in your in seven digital, um, do you have anyone else that you're working with? Is it just a, just a one woman shop? How does it? Oh no no. Uh,
1: right now we have like ten people.
0: Um, okay, and they and they all everyone's remote. It's all yeah digital all over oh, the wow. world.
1: We have people in Australia and obviously in Venezuela is the majority of them. Uh, Colombia, Chil- Chile, Argentina. Whoa, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Mexico. Some Do you guys
0: us. have a lot of Latin American customers then? Because since now, these are
1: so no, we focus on on the American uh, okay uh, uh target market, but um. So part of my mission also, like I'm all like, if I could do a nonprofit forever, you know, that's what I would have done, you know. But like we need to eat, right? So yeah. Um, so so no, so I purposely do that uh, because I also want to uh, sort of level the playing field in a, in a in a little way. Like I see seven as a little bit of a bridge that brings opportunities uh, to people that. Basically, I can pay very well, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but still make a margin um, and and have like the top talent also, um, and that's why I focus on on countries that are not as expensive, so that I can basically pay well, you know, like but mm-hmm. um, but for me, it's not that crazy expensive, you know.
0: Right, right, right. It's it's well for over there, but still good enough for you. So you can still, because you're in business, it's not a charity. So you still, Mm -hmm. everyone has to make, make a buck. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: You had mentioned something interesting that I I wanted to circle back on though. Mm -hmm. And you had said that oftentimes you've noticed that women don't realize the skills they have or something along those lines. And I just wanted to jump into that. You know, why is that in your opinion?
1: That is a mystery. Um, I count myself in that. I don't know if it's really like gender thing, a societal thing, uh, everything. <laughs> um,
0: well, let me but- interject real quick. Cause when we were texting back and forth, you immediately were like, I've been listening to this one show in- with you and, and, and I don't think I can talk like that.
1: Exactly. So. See what I mean. What I
0: mean? <laughs> so you immediately downplayed yourself, and I'll Jesus say right now we're I'm we're 40,
1: about. No, right? forty
0: minutes in, and and I don't there's no been no awkward breaks or anything. So I oh, think you're okay. doing just yeah. fine. But,
1: but again, like I really like you make everybody feel super chill and calm, and like you know. So, so that takes <laughs> skill. Um, but so, does yeah. it though? <laughs> I, I I mean I don't know. I've had some awkward conversations where like I have had to be the one to kind of like keep it going and kind of sure. eh, you know um
0: I'll but, pat myself on the back it is a skill
1: <laughs> Yeah um but yeah like it's it's sort of how do I put this when you're a woman um if you sound too confident what you get from the from the world right like in the majority mm-hmm. of, of the like obviously you she have like, expectations Yes, you know yeah. so it teaches yeah. you to just by default you get a better response downplaying and then then basically waiting for people to to acknowledge oh no you're you're good except for you know or in, instead of saying, oh yeah, I got this you know which is such a I don't know like in a in a in a man it's sort of like
0: it's, it's- the opposite if you if you're like, Oh, I don't know if yeah, I can do it. You looked at like like, this win, like you have you know, no like confidence, confidence. It's bad,
1: but but it's actually and it's super like attractive and it's super like everything when 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 the man is super confident. But for whatever reason, and this comes from both men and women, you know, from the like just their reaction. If you are too confident, um, then you just don't you get a negative response, right? And right. and even when you. Like, I have only one sister, so I can't compare, you know, how, like, it would be my parents raising a a son or something, but I remember just between my cousins and whatever, you know, like my cousins, the the, the, the men, because <laughs> in English is kind of hard. But anyway, so the <laughs> male cousins, right, they would just get all sorts of dirty. Like we were all playing the same game, right? And they would right. just get all sorts of dirty and all sorts of whatever, and nobody would say anything, right? But we, the women, would be playing exactly the same game. And we would get dirty and we would get in trouble, you know?
0: Sure. Right.
1: And it's like, it's just little things like that, um, that subconsciously sort of like, and, and, and you said it, like even I, I do it and I didn't, like, honestly, I didn't do it on purpose. Like I, it's not <laughs> planned. Right. But it's this little chip that you have that, that if you don't, like, you just, you feel like you, maybe you're not good enough to, to try something Um Mm -hmm. and and sometimes you do need someone to remind you, hey, you know, yes, you are, (laughs) and just do it, and it's fine, and uh, you'll be fine, you know, kind of like what you did, you know, when I was when I was saying that, like, (laughs) I got you, don't worry, all this sort of stuff, um. Mm. So it's just how it is. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Do you find that when you're you're getting into and you had touched on this but do you find when you're helping people with your company and and, um, help grow their business that you have to a lot of times do the coaching as well and say tell them reassure them that they're good at their skills
1: so yeah so I've kind of always have done that in the in the agency side and Mm -hmm. and that's part of why my clients I guess are like they they have liked the service you know Mm -hmm. um but and that's part of the, the reason also why I wanted to do 7 because, like, when I started 7, um, I was actually going to start an- another business, right? Uh, that was still, like, with the mission of, like, the thing that I said with my mom, but it wasn't going to be an agency.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: And I couldn't find any agency, anybody that would do, like, the logo or whatever things that I needed for that business that would actually really listen, you know, Uh, they were just kind of there to sell me something, you know, but they didn't really take the time to either explain to me as a business owner, like, why do I need a website, you know, and why do I need Mm -hmm. SEO? And what is SEO? And how does it actually work? And Mm -hmm. um, and all these different things uh, that, that, yeah, like, if you don't know, uh what it is then obviously as a business owner you can't really make the right decisions and you just kind of sometimes buy it because because someone told you to you know right (laughs) um (laughs) um so so yeah so I basically have taken the skills from that from really getting to know the person and really kind of like because I have gotten this like really could you not Oh, I hear that I that I need SEO, and so I'm like, okay, great. Um, so first, let's work on your on your website and all sorts of stuff. And they're like, oh no, 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 I don't want a website. I just want SEO, you know. And I'm like, mm. so <laughs> for what exactly? Like, what is your, you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. that has happened. So, uh, so yeah. So basically, now with the coaching. I kind of do the same in the sense of, like, I really, in this case, I'm, I'm actually really loving it because, like, I get to really focus on the person, not so much of on the project or the company, which is mm-hmm. kind of completely different. Um, and, and, yeah, like, I just feel like, I don't know, like, at the end of, of the service part of the agency, like, we would end up with, like, this amazing logo, branding, website, whatever it is. But it was still a little bit of a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm working with people, oh my god, you know, like I use this kind of like same skills and whatever, and I teach them uh, everything I know with from the digital side, uh, and they don't even need to use Seven because like that's not the whole point. Um, but even if they use someone else that might be cheaper or whatever. I give them the information so that they can really get the best and, and what they actually need from that service, you know, so they don't waste money. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like I, I, I have kind of like falling in love with it because I see the transformation within the person, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's, it's pretty incredible.
0: Well, let's, let's put you on the spot here, mm-hmm. Rebecca. Are you ready? Sure. So, I'm looking around, I'm trying to, I am I have, let's say that my podcast, for instance, Yes. and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to grow this digitally. What makes your service, what makes your experiences, what makes Seven the, the business that people should at least consider?
1: The biggest difference is just that. Like I, um, so I come from a business background, right? So my background uh, is in project management and product management for very big corporate uh, companies, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, in a, in a sort of like um, uh, serendipity sort of luck sort of situation, um, I run an agency without being a designer or without being a techie person, right? which mm-hmm. at the beginning, believe me, this was super hard, you know, because that yeah. was, you know, running something that even I was trying to figure out, you know? And, um, and most
0: agencies are built around their, you know, the the software that they can help you with yeah. or the design yeah. that they can implement yeah. for you.
1: Yeah, so that's the ba- the biggest difference. I look at the business first, you know, instead of like, okay, so I'm a graphic designer. So obviously I'm going to steer you towards, you need branding, you need a logo, you need whatever I can sell you, you know, whatever I do, you know, or the techie person, Hey, you need this program, this software, this, uh, whatever thing, you know? Um, I actually, even with the, with the agency, everybody that works with me, they are the experts, but I can tap into each of those services, but it's not like uh, that's all I do or that is kind of like, you know. Um, so it allows me to really look at it the same way that I did for, um, so I used to work for Hoover, Dirt Devil, uh, L'Oreal. The vacuum? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Estee Lauder, L'Oreal, like, um so big brands. Yeah, you yeah. worked for
0: brands. Yeah. So
1: I, I kinda like my my sort of superpower is that I know how it should look like, <laughs> you know, like the 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 quality side, you know, so mm-hmm. I know how to like either recognize the talent uh of the people that I that I have now, um, or steer it towards like, hey, this isn't good enough. Like we need to bring it to this level, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because before in those other roles and I Definitely took it all for granted. Like I had departments that would do those things, and they would bring it right. to me all perfect, you know. Or with like things that would be like more like I prefer this, but it was never bad, you know. Right. Um, and most my-
0: people don't have the luxury of, of multiple departments being able to do that work for them.
1: No, so um, so yeah, so that's kind of the biggest thing. I look at the business first, like what makes sense, what will actually bring the, the best sort of return on investment. And then I find or have, you know, the best talent for it, but I'm not pushing anything on you. You know, like there's no agenda. It's just basically mm, whatever makes the most sense for your business. And that's the other thing, because I was in the spot of like, not knowing what this stuff was, you know, I also mm-hmm. can explain it. I feel way better than the techie or the design. I can't even explain it because that's the other thing. Most people don't explain it, you know, because mm-hmm. um, they, I don't know, they feel like they, the business owner doesn't need to know. But I kind of, I, since I have been in both worlds, I kind of know this is important for you to know. This is also, this is fine. This, this, you don't need to know, you know, but this is actually huge for you to know for you to make your business decision, you know? Um, and that's what would you
0: say thing. is without giving too much away, because I don't want you to have to, or I don't want to give away information for, for, for free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but what, what is one, like one common thing that you would give advice for that most people don't know about when they're trying to grow their business digitally.
1: So especially with an agency, most people don't ask the business owner, what is their uh, niche? They just kind of start doing a logo, you know, they just kind of like, sure, like, what do you need and the the industry and whatever, but they don't uh, help the business owner narrow down, like sort of like, okay, so who do you actually want to attract? And for Mm. me, with the product management uh, background, that is huge. You don't launch anything anything, before knowing what we call like the the persona or the avatar you know you really have mm-hmm. to know them very very well you know and if you don't you basically are shooting in the dark you know you might have a beautiful logo that will attract the wrong people you know um and that's the other thing that is also kind of uh mm, contradicting and, and it's kind of uh most business owners don't even know that that the that you do have to have at least like some sort of niche you mm. know um they they're a little bit afraid of like oh no i don't want to mm, sort of uh turn away other clients and you don't have to like for example for me my target is women but i work with men as well but everything that i do the colors the everything like All of my business decisions, you know, are steered for that specific situation, you know? Um, There's a lot of
0: you on your website, so I can see how you're marketed towards women a little more.
1: Yeah, Uh, and if you see my Instagram, most of the images have, like, down to, like, if it's hands, most of it is, like, a feminine hand, you know, mm. but it's mm-hmm. still a blue color, you know, but it's blue right. like Tiffany color, you know <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, I see it <laughs>
1: um, So it's little things but like you you won't see me and it's not bad some people Are fine to do this, but I'm I don't say seven digital Like for women, you know, right. um on my coaching. I am. Uh, I I think I do uh, mention something on that but but it's kind of like just because I, I again, I like kind of empowering women, you know. Right. Um, but for the agency, like that's the thing. You don't have to lock off other clients. Just sort of be attractive to whomever you want to attract, you know. Mm, right, um, right. Yeah, that's, that's I think, the, the biggest thing. Um,
0: yeah, I think people are afraid of if they're getting too niche that they're, you know, they want to they want to sell as much as possible or they want to be as you know have as much exposure as possible and they they're afraid if they're too niche that they turn off more people than they than they actually turn on exactly to
1: their but business, here's here's it? the here's the thing so okay. if if I were to tell you you know oh i'm a digital uh, marketing agency you know and that's all i say right and that's right. Bas- and and i sell to businesses you know, it's going to be a bit hard for you to know who to recommend me uh, to or like who to uh, tell like, hey, you need to actually go to Rebecca for this and this whatever. If I actually now, right, I told you, so I empower women, I do this, whatever. So whenever you have someone that is my target market, like it's just more likely for you to kind of be like, Remember me, you know. To, yeah, to kind of yeah, like, right. oh yeah, you need to go there. So, the best example that I that I got when I when I was learning this is most people might say, um, I don't know, I'm a couples ca- uh, counselor, right? That's right. kind of like very vague, very like, very whatever. broad, yes. Uh, but if you actually say, I prevent, I help prevent uh, couples from divorce, you know. Then all of a sudden, your brain starts kind of like either I might be on the bridge of divorce, you know, or someone might be, you know, like that. I so it just kind of paints a better picture. And and kid you not, you actually end up selling way more, you know. Mm. Um. So yeah.
0: That, that does make that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I I could see uh I could see how that would work out. Now now another question to put you on the spot because yeah. I know you did this. You looked at my website you got any you got any thoughts any criticisms
1: well I have to look at it again because I was actually just looking at it for the <laughs> for the thing
0: you look at our logo uh,
1: so hold on let me let me go there again
0: because I know my audience is pr- pretty familiar now with my lo- our logo and our website so it be I'm curious that we've never had a digital marketer um, you know agency person involved on, on the show so I'd be curious to see what you thought. Um, the good, the good, the bad, whatever you want to say.
1: Well, so first of all, so I have just your podcast thing. So I would like to actually see your website,
0: com. Jo- oh, she's typing it in. This is a, like le- legit live.
1: Yeah, like I just, just looked at your podcast. Um, .com. So I remember the only thing I I remembered was that it was yeah it it's a little bit busy. You know? It is
0: busy. Yes.
1: Um. Also, the the colors. Um. So you have a lot of uh red and yellow, mm-hmm. and just with the symbolism of colors, red and yellow tend to be uh, more for food. Um, oh,
0: Didn't yeah. know that. hmm And McDonald's.
1: And, yeah, and it's not for for random like oh people assign that to food. No, because they actually make you hungry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do. Um, so,
0: Imran, that, are you listening to this? He's my co-host. You better <laughs> redesign everything. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, the, the main thing is that when you go to a website and it's, it's too busy, it's kind of like – stand. At, and by the way, I do a lot of analogies. So it's kind of like standing in front of the cereal aisle. And not having your favorite cereal, you know, you just like have to actually make a choice for the first time. It's overwhelming to the point that sometimes you might not even get cereal because it's like, I don't even know, you know?
0: Mm, right. um,
1: so it's kind of like that. If if
0: That's how I feel about TikTok, by the way, just for what oh, it's worth.
1: No, believe me, I agree with you. Um,
0: I, I'm, I go on TikTok and I, I think about uploading a video. I'm like, there's way too many options on here. I don't want to do too anything. too many.
1: So... So you might like maybe obviously your diehard fans, you know, that might also have maybe seen the pro- progression of it, um, might not be turned off. But if you have just the the brand new person, they might hmm. be sort of like, Oh, I don't know, what what do they do? Like what what like what is it about? You know? Hmm. Um yeah. So I would interesting. Kinda, yeah, I would kinda like um simplified in the sense of the the first like the home page the first part the above um you know um to just kind of like to go straight to what you guys are about mm-hmm. and and then obviously like everything else is i i i like it but just sort of for the newer person you know that mm-hmm. the person that didn't get to you because it was recommended you know right. um like yeah, like
0: yeah. That that's a different audience than the person that's recommended for sure. Imran, he's so he's a graphic designer.
1: Oh, okay,
0: um, I'm gonna uh, he. You're fired, dude. You're, you're gonna have to <laughs> you have to nah. do
1: something else. Nah, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. But um, no, overall, it's, it's 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 very good. It's just it's a little bit um,
0: busy, 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 busy and the, maybe the wrong color scheme. If we if we were a podcast about food, maybe we would have it. Mm-hmm. have it right Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> have you been on a podcast by the way ever
1: no this is my first time this is why I, that why i was a little nervous because like normally i'm invited to like an expert panel or some sort of seminar or some sort of like q a you know right where it's super like i don't know i just sit there and share my knowledge and it's fine you know
0: well it, and it's different because like Again, you're talking to me, but you don't even know, like, my rea- – like, you can't judge my reactions off of, like, facial or, or physical yeah. um, characteristics. So yeah. you're just kind of talking to a computer right exactly. now and, and, and hearing a voice. Exactly,
1: and that fear. You know, for me, this was kind of, like, still – like, it's good that I know that, like, you know, because we, we've we talked about before. I know that you're, like, a person and whatever. But, like, I haven't seen you. I haven't met you. I haven't nothing, you know? like Right. Uh, so –
0: well my face is on my website by the way. That's it's not it's the guy without the beard.
1: I just figured so you know. no 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 I saw I saw your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but but yeah, like it's just a little bit different um because I also thought oh my god, like I don't know, how am I like like what if I run out of things to say, you know? Like I don't know because <laughs> um, most people like, again, it's kind of like they ask me questions. I answer them. You know, it's not like, mm. tell me about your life sort of thing. You know, I'm, it's
0: not like, a, it's not a back and forth conversation per se. It's more they, them looking to get information out of you.
1: Yeah. But that's what I say. Just kind of like jump on it and do it and practice it and, and don't turn down whatever opportunity just because it might be a little bit intimidating uh, cause believe me, seriously, like now I feel so like, and again, I don't know what the next podcast, if they're going to be as awesome as you, but like, I feel <laughs> so like huh, this is like talking to a friend, you know, it's not like, I don't know. It's not as scary as it was in my mind, like at seven 29, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny like that you say this. Cause I, again, I, I, I mostly because you, you told me, but I could kind of feel like the hesitation in your mm-hmm. voice when we first started talking and like first, um, even we're texting, I could just feel like she's a little like nerd, not nervous, just mm-hmm. hesitant to like, this is something new. Yeah. And and that's natural for everybody. Like you dump into something new, especially with someone you don't know, yeah. like new thing with someone you don't know. Of course you're going to be like a little hesitant, but mm-hmm. I think you're doing just fine so far. And, Thank uh, you. you'd be good on any, I don't know. I don't know if any other podcasts though will be as, as chill as this. There might be, I don't know. There's Uh, there's a shit ton of podcasts out there for what it's worth.
1: They should take classes then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. We didn't. For what it's worth, we never took classes when we started this. We just.
1: Yeah. No. Well, you should teach people because, like, (laughs) Um, no, it's 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 like I don't know. Like I feel like it's it's um, you see it on TV. Honestly, Mm. like that's that's the level right Uh, where it seems. Like, I don't know, it's the most natural thing, you know, and, right. and and it is, but like, I have also seen it be awful, you know?
0: Right, right, um, right. Well, the difference between podcasts and TV, like TV, you have to be like on and you have to be ready to get your point out like within 5 minutes 2 minutes like it's it's a short thing like there's segments right you don't see a ton of long interviews and even if you do see interviews on tv they're cut or they're like Ten minutes, five minutes, and then or there's a commercial break. Whereas what I enjoy about podcasts, especially the type of of show I've created here, is that we can just have a long form conversation. And I feel like this is a lot more natural than if I were like me and you were on TV and I was just interviewing. Like, okay, what's what? Tell me the best thing about Seven. Why should people pick you? Yeah. What are the key What are the key skills you have that can help people? You know, it would yeah. just be like bam, 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 bam. And I don't feel like. You know, you might get your message out, but I don't feel like people actually get to know you that way. Whereas in this format, I think people will have a better understanding of where you came from, why you're good at what you do. you The fact that you walk through fire and you're not afraid. Like, this is all awesome stuff.
1: Yeah. No, and and now, believe me, because, like, with the whole quarantine and everything, mm-hmm. oh, my God, people need good quality podcasts. Like, no, <laughs> yes. tomorrow, you know.
0: Well that that actually kind of ties into what I was gonna ask you, you know, with people being quarantined right now, and we kind of touched on it, but why is this you know a great time to to kind of think about um investing in in yourself I mean that's what basically what it is when you're investing in an agency like like yours is you're you're investing in yourself right
1: I admi- like the biggest thing for me is just use this time to basically improve either your skill yourself or your business so that when this wave ends because it is gonna end you know Mm -hmm. you are ready to go you know there's no Mm -hmm. there's no sort of like oh now what do I do oh let me now that it's starting to back up let me start looking for a job let me I'm not saying not to do that because like um you know, you can have a job and have uh, a business for a while, however long you you need it. But the biggest thing is just not to waste this time, you know? Mm. Uh, and I feel like it also helps. It, it has helped me tremendously uh, in the sense of, again, I work every day, you know? Mm. So for me, it's not sort of... Uh, I obviously miss people. <laughs> I miss just little things, but... Is not as bad as what I hear from my friends where they're just kind of like, I'm done with Netflix. Like, I can't do this, you know, mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do? Um, if you have something productive and that actually, hopefully you're excited about this time will not be kind of torture, <laughs> you know?
0: Absolutely. Um, no, I, I completely agree.
1: Yeah. And and the biggest thing, especially if you are in a situation where you lost your job or something, um, if your mind is actually like, you know, okay, I'm going to take this step and this other step and whatever, like it won't allow it, hopefully, or at least it's less likely to go into sadly, like a little bit of the depression phase, you know, Mm. of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, why did this happen to me? And what am I going to do? And Oh my God. And like, if you're, if you're, it's kind of like, I don't know if this is me but like when there's everything I can't control I kind of start cleaning, you know? Mm. Like because it's the one thing, <laughs> you know? It's the just the, the one thing th- you
0: can control, yeah. Yes.
1: And so then after I clean for whatever reason then I get other ideas or other things, you know, cuz like my brain was just kind of focused on sort of progress, you know? Like, oh, now um but if you don't do anything and you watch, let's say, forever Netflix, you know, and forever, um, then at the end you're going to just feel sad about yourself and meh. Uh, and well, I think cleaning,
0: you know, for what side. it's worth, just think of being an armchair psychiatrist or whatever the, the um, type of doctor you need <laughs> to be. I think cleaning helps in that you're focused on your task, right? Like you're doing something productive, mm-hmm. yet you're focused on in that moment doing that task, right? So mm-hmm. there's nothing really getting in your brain. So it actually kind of gives your brain some time to just relax yeah, and not think mm-hmm. so that like by the time you're done cleaning, you've accomplished something, number one. You've, yeah. you've cleaned, which, you know, everyone likes a clean place, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But then you've also given your brain time to just, chill for a little bit mm-hmm. so that when you're done cleaning you've accomplished something and your brain is back to like firing like okay what else can we accomplish
1: exactly the that's the biggest thing for me I want people to to not fall into the sort of victim mentality and mm. just know like hey you got this you know it's it's this is your time to shine you know this is actually. <laughs> this this actually could be the best thing that ever happened to you, you know? Right. Um, and that's why I also don't watch the news. Cause like, if I watch the news, I wouldn't have this sort of mentality. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I am concerned. I, I would say that I, I think people need to be, you know, doing things like you're doing, you know, investing in their, in their, in their businesses or, or doing productive things. Because uh, if you're not, you're just sitting there and your, your mental health might be, uh, deteriorating. Yeah. Yeah
1: um plus again even if like the biggest thing for me is that you will learn a certain skill that you never know when it's going to be like even if it's for another job you know Mm -hmm. even if you decide at the end i don't want to actually do the business whatever you're gonna come out of this with a plus with something extra added you know um and and that's 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 all that, that I feel like if people focus on that and don't panic, um, everything will be better. You know, the, the economy will pick up, uh, faster. Um, especially hopefully if people can make money while this whole thing, you know, is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the, like, so again, I come from Venezuela, right? So I don't know if you heard there's, "Quote unquote socialism, but not. It's just a dictatorship and all sorts of awful things, uh, economic wise. So I have the last time that I went, and that's why I decided not to go back. um, Mm. It was the first time that ever that I saw like just real people going through trash and eating straight from the trash. You know, yeah. Um, So I mean, that was just kind of traumatic for me. Uh and so I have seen what the sort of the destruction of an economy could do. Um mm-hmm. uh, now I hope and I kind of know and I you know all sorts of stuff that ho- hopefully that won't happen here in the US. I'm not going to that, but I'm just saying the main thing that that hurt me because I love my country is that a lot of the people there kind of turn off the switch of production you know they became mm. victims you know mm. uh, and sadly again with the government like they were sort of mm, sort of now used to being given certain things uh, instead of them figuring out okay so how am I gonna do things you know.
0: Right. Um,
1: I don't want that for anything, <laughs> but especially, right, right. um, especially here. I just, I just want people to continue either progressing on their skills or producing, hopefully, uh, with a business or not fall into, into that mentality. Cause it's super hard to get out of it. You know, once everything gets back to normal. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, this is a, this is kind of a, you know not just for business but just in general this is kind of a pivotal time for a lot of for business for people in general so it'll be interesting to see what what people do with this time and how everything kind of as you said it 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 will get back to this will pass in terms of the pandemic yeah. but how will how will the world change how will business change how will people change coming out of this is is yet to be determined
1: mhm yeah but again i'm i'm excited to see what people Will create, you know, mm. out yeah. of this, um, because that's that's the beauty of it. If you have the time, that's something else. If you have a business that is or was super successful, you tend to not have the time to focus on your branding or do the website, or it's just kind of like you just just trying to keep up, you know. Right. And for those businesses, especially like. I mean, now is the time, you know, because because it's not like every other like it's not like anything else where you you just never know what's going to happen in the sense that this is a virus. This is going to actually last for three to four months, you know, and then the economic part. Yes, we don't know. But that's the part that we can kind of control if we just kind of start working, you know, and start doing and uh, or at least help. So that is less.
0: I, I am idea. excited to see what, you know, the most creative minds, and you know, what, it, being creative doesn't mean, you know, art and um, music and all that stuff. Like, creativity can be in business. I, I am excited to see, you know, what comes out of this, because there will be a lot of innovation, I think, that comes out of this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, So um, that and babies. <laughs>
0: And, and there will be definitely a baby boom because there's not a ton to do right now. So yeah,
1: uh,
0: no, <laughs> I do want to give that. you a chance. I always end these podcasts by kind of just letting the guest um, plug whatever they want to plug. And I know we've been talking about seven digital, so that's obvious, but the floor is yours, Rebecca, in terms of whatever you want to plug, whatever message you want to get out there to kind of wrap things up.
1: Sure. Uh, The biggest thing is just right now I am giving uh, free uh, 30 to 45 minute uh, uh, coaching one-on-one. Uh, and the the booking page uh, should be on the thing that I sent you, but it's also, uh, it's very simple. It's 7digital with a C as in, as in car. Uh, dot- C
0: instead of S, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so 7digital.setmore.com. And there you can actually uh, book your one-on-one. Or also, I started doing every Friday at 3, I have a free group uh, Q&A. So the one-on-one is mainly for the people that have a project or they kind of already have some sort of direction. Uh, The Q&A is for just, hey, I don't even know... Like where to start, you know, <laughs> because I feel like with a group, if you're at that that stage, you can also do the one on one straight is fine. Like I, I'm here to help, but I feel like it's more beneficial uh, to do the group if you're at that point, because then even just listening to other people's questions, sometimes is helpful. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So but yeah, those are the the. Um, that's the main thing just to kind of book the, the free session and then uh, I'll guide them from there. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to be able to help anybody that wants to start a digital business.
0: Perfect. Yeah. And if anyone is curious, if they look at their podcast app and are listening to this, if you just click on like more info, you'll be able to see this entire description, her, her entire biography and, and, where you can uh, book this appointment. You also can go to com, and, um, the website will be linked to there as well. So, um, I'm hoping that, uh, people make the most of this time, uh, Rebecca and, yeah.
1: um,
0: sounds like, uh, you're, you're ready and willing to help. So I appreciate you, uh, yeah. jumping on here. Even and, if I don't sell chat.
1: anything, honestly, like my biggest thing is, is just to kind of help this economy, you know, and help mm. people, um, just shift that mentality from negativity to possibility, you know?
0: Mm. That's good. Um, I like that. Negativity to possibility.
1: Yeah. It's
0: mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> well, again, Rebecca, thanks for uh jumping on and uh hopefully we can do this again sometime. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this um, absolutely yeah we'll we'll see now you' set the bar <laughs>
0: <laughs> hopefully yeah, whoever if you're on another podcast, hopefully they're as good as me they probably won't be. I'll just <laughs> say that right up front but they have they can always have goals and strive to be like yeah. me so
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right.